Oh boy, this is gonna be a weird one. Weird energy into this one. Taking some weird energy into episode 192 of the Voluntary Viewing Podcast, recorded on July 31st, 2022. On the podcast today, we have one of the greatest thinkers, one of the greatest philosophers of our generation, Ryan Holtz, who will finally answer the question, is Mario a Republican? No. No. <laughs> no, definitely not. Oh, uh, why do you say that very confidently? Why is that? <sighs> Y'all grew up in rural Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, where at the end of the day, like, I mean, where I'm from, it sounds like it was more mixed than most places. Mm-hmm. But there's still, there's, there's going to be plenty of Republicans. A big chunk of them, for whatever reason... Maybe to like keep up appearances, like in a purple area. Yeah, would never identify as a Republican. Oh, <laughs> and would be like, no, I'm an independent, and it's like, oh, really? That's interesting. Like, what issues do you lean left on? And they'd be like, you know, none of them. Now that I think about it, and it's like interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say like a lot of quote unquote Republicans uh, wouldn't necessarily self-identify as one and i think mario's kind of in that camp that even if he were a just fucking red-blooded republican he would be like ah no i'm an independent i don't uh, (laughs) i don't go one way (laughs) and um then we ask him like oh so how do you feel about abortion just like oh it's a pro-life and we're like oh interesting what about gun control just like oh the second amendment and we're like mario (laughs) Seems like you do go one way, even though you're kind of claiming that you're like, I don't know. What do you think about immigration? I think uh, uh, if you want to be an American, you should have been born here. And it's like, oh, that's a pretty thick accent you got there, Mario. (laughs) You must go through the proper channels. I don't... uh... Well, uh, you know, some immigrants, uh, they are okay. Uh, you, You know what I am saying. I look down on uh, the people who uh, swim through the river. <laughs> but if your brother's cousin was already in America and is willing to sponsor, that's totally okay <laughs> and completely different. I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Does the lore we're creating right now imply that Mario only got a green card because... Luigi's spouse Daisy had a cousin who hooked him up. Had oh, a sibling yeah. who hooked him up. I I first want to back up a second and say Ryan was asked the question, "Is Mario a Republican?" And he said, "No, Mario's not a Republican. Here's all the reasons why Mario's a Republican." <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I think there's a good chance that Mario is like some weird centrist or whatever. No, no, no. And then Mar- even if that, he that, were a Republican, that's a Republican. That's a Republican that that's that's one of those Republicans that voted for Trump and said that they wouldn't on the 2016 election polls because no, they were I too think, embarrassed by it. No, I'm saying like enlightened centrist, most likely. Yeah, like, those are ah, Republicans. The Democrats and the mm, they just don't know that they are. They vote the Republican Democrats every Republicans. time. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that he necessarily does. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, if Mario were to hold Republican views, Mario's the type of like milk toast, unoffensive person that would never ever self-identify as such. Oh, that's um, fair. Instead, be like, I'm an independent. But I'm, I'm not sure that that's how Mario would be because Mario is milk toast and has no opinions. Mm. He literally 
only knows a couple of words um yeah. in english at least um <laughs> is mario fluent in uh, italian mario is, is not like fully voice acted and has never been given dialogue boxes that are super what about extensive. the mario movie is that yeah. not canon the bob hoskins mario movie <laughs> the chris pratt mario movie that's I, also about to be canonized yeah that will it, be fully voice acted i'm assuming so here's the thing so mario is a plumber uh-huh. there's a there is a universe where mario is like a fully unionized plumber yeah is very very blue and is you know super pro uh immigration because he himself is an immigrant living in i mean new york there's nowhere else where he'd be living he's a he barely speaks a lick of english um uh, canonically mario is from brooklyn or at least that was a part of the lore oh, at okay. one point See, that might yeah, be legacy I, content now i nailed but, it yeah. um so Did Nintendo pull a Disney-esque purge of, like, uh, canon parallel material, like the Star Wars thing. Like, they just... I, every Now that the Super Mario movie is coming out starring Chris Pratt, we're going to purge some of this canon. I don't think it was in response to the new movie specifically, but yes, at one point... They more or less said, hey, all printed material prior to 1999, unless we say otherwise, not canon in the Mario universe anymore. But Don't worry about it. But something that is definitely canon is that uh, Mario is like a super traditional liberal. Uh, right. Uh, even though he's like very much benefited from labor unions, uh, very anti-socialist because he escaped from fascist Italy and thought the problem was the socialism and not the the Nazis (laughs) running the country. He's like an Eleanor Roosevelt Democrat for sure. Uh Just like capital D, yeah, fight fight for a labor union, but then, yeah, not understand that, like, that's generally what a union is trying to deliver is a more socialistic economic model. (laughs) Roosevelt, like, enacted what was basically socialism. (laughs) Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, okay. I thought you said Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Ah. Eleanor Roosevelt Democrat is like another phrase for like a classical Democrat. Yeah. Mm. So not necessarily super neolib, but also like, yeah, as against the commies as Republicans. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Yeah, no. So Democrat, but not like, Uh he's not like us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a Democrat. No, no, that's what I mean. I'm saying, well, oh, I'm okay. saying he's not a Republican. He's not a Republican. He's left of the spectrum, but he's not like us. Mm, there's a lot of non-unionized plumbers where I'm from. That's, <laughs> I guarantee not, a lot of in them New York? are like, in I work with my hands, man. That means I vote for uh, rich billionaires that <laughs> pretend that they did. That means they vote for Ron Johnson because he worked in a factory. Never mind the fact that he owned the fucking factory. <laughs> he did not work on the line. He, yeah. in the most generalist terms, worked he, in a factory. He worked literally inside the factory in an office that was like elevated above the floor so he could overlook his like quasi-slave labor force. Classic. Also on the podcast today is a man who is classic in that he is great, but not in the classical old-timey sense. Andrew Clark, very much of his time, uh, which is why he's going to decide once and for all if the B in Bussy stands for boy or butt. Hmm. 
the debate of our ages. You know, I have thought about this before. I have too. Um, I'm sure. I, and I have opinions. Because yeah. I, I, I saw it the very first time and my brain went, that means butt pussy. Mm. And I never even questioned it for a second. And then uh, I think it was on this podcast like months after I'd seen it for the first time. And in my brain, it's just butt pussy, butt pussy, butt pussy. <laughs> and then I think Ryan said boy pussy. And it made my brain go, hmm, now I don't even know what's real anymore. <laughs> I so I similar to you, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I don't know if you, you need to give your consensus, I suppose. So I'm I'm going to stick with my initial instincts, but I I and and say that it means butt pussy, but okay, butt as in butt pussy, um, <laughs> BP. I I do not feel strongly enough about it to to say that people that go in the other direction are like morally corrupt and pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. I think, I think I am right, but it's, it's less of a matter of fact and more of a matter of taste, if you will. <laughs> Interesting. I, that was my knee jerk reaction as well. It's hmm. like, Oh yeah, it's definitely, but, and then I was like, but it's never used in a context with like people who aren't like masculine presenting. Oh, so that's, that's where I, started to transition that's that's when i fucking took the red pill and got woke and was like no man it's clearly boy i'm i ryan have been red pilled which means going woke yeah (laughs) (laughs) progressives are reclaiming red pill it's happening live that's what it originally meant i mean like you more than anyone like i think you're the one that explained the whole red pill originating or uh origin to me where it's like yeah no it's it's hrt (laughs) yeah right Mm. no it's literally that like the the trans themes in the original matrix are fucking laid on super thick like they're not they're not subtle Mm. And yeah, like in reality, that's what red pilling means when you strip it down to its base components is being awoken to a reality that you've been blinded to. And it was just co-opted by like racists and fascists to mean like, yeah, no, you were awoken to the reality that you need to be racist and fascist. (laughs) So, Mm. yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty strong. I'm pretty firmly boy. No. If, you, if you can find an example, if you can find me a print example of bussy being uh, referred to as anything other than someone who presents as masculine, then I will change my tune. Um. Okay. Bussy Wikipedia. Bussy derived as a shortened variant of boy pussy, an hey. LGBT slang term for the male anus. Yep. Yeah, because it's. Ma- I'm pretty sure it's masculine only. Is why. Gotcha, boy. Well, because everyone then has a pussy if it's butt. I yeah, I hmm. I thought that's what that meant. I thought the pussy was just yeah the butt. I thought it could be. Yep. I thought it was a gender neutral term. <laughs> thought it was more inclusive. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I thought that you guys were progressive, but apparently not. <laughs> pussy is a uh, it's a turf term. Oh, oh my god. I. Mm. Just Apparently. chemically engineered in fighting. <laughs> uh, you, you joke, but like honestly, I could see that being like an issue where turfs are like 
well, you know, like a lot of times where they're like, oh, yeah, no, we're super uh, gay and lesbian. Yeah, positive, no, but... transgender people <laughs> are uh, actually destroying the gay community. Yeah. And that's why we're doing trans, trans people are fucking sickening, like just disgusting abominations. But like, yeah, gay people and lesbian people are super awesome and chill and need to be celebrated like that. Just like, I don't know how you see the disconnect here, but OK. <laughs> guys come on gender is easy to figure out all that matters is if they have a bussy or not like end of discussion <laughs> but what there is a bussy yeah. uh shallow and pedantic <laughs> we, we need to come at this from a new angle yes there are two genders the bussy havers and the non-bussy havers easy it's that easy uh, and then last but not least, I am Lucas DeRyder. Um If we ever hit an arbitrary milestone, I will do a Pokemon Smasher Pass, and there are going to be a surprising number of smashes. Oh, like yeah, Songwon Cho? Yeah. This is just an excuse. Wasn't it Ludwig who did it first? Or was uh, I, I don't know who did it first, but uh, ProZD just did it like a couple days ago. Not uh, ProZD did do one a couple days ago. I think it was... Um, I've got uh da, 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 da. Was, it, was it Philly D? No. I, that, I Oh boy. I think these have been I going on for a while. Markiplier. Yes, goddammit. No I, I forgot yeah. Markiplier. Markiplier was the original Pokemon Smasher Pass. It's a it's a twenty four minute long video. Yes. And it and he doesn't go into any reason. No. Nope. He just says like knee jerk reaction, smash, pass, well, smash. Yeah, he's, smash, he's supposed pass, to do it as fast pass, as possible, pass, right? Pass. Like without any yeah thought put into it there are a couple contemplative moments yeah but like i don't think he still goes like yeah but it's because this reason like even yeah, when he they definitely have a pussy <laughs> which is all he needs i'm gonna call out markiplier putting markiplier on blast markiplier is a coward for smashing Smashing, uh, uh, oh god, I can't, why can't I remember Pokemon names now? Why can't Fuck. I remember the hot For Pokemon. smashing Bell Sprout, for smashing Weeping Bell, but not smashing Victory Bell. You are a coward, sir. Okay, so. Victory Bell's pretty big. You know, a bunch of yeah. YouTubers have done the, the mm. knee jerk reaction, you know, the lizard brain, will I fuck this Pokemon or not? You, Lucas, I challenge you mm-hmm. to do a video series explaining each individual Pokemon, why you would smash and or pass. Hmm. Yeah, I want a, I want a 10-minute video essay for each Yeah, individual each one. Pokemon. Like, this is, this is like going to be a huge undertaking, but I think it's what the world needs right now. That's yeah, honestly, need, it deserves it. I need visual aids. I need animation. I need the whole... Speculative shebang. anatomy. <laughs> mm. There you go. I need you to, like, yeah, get actual pokemon experts on the horn who have studied it yeah today's subject haunter now i know what you're thinking does haunter even have sexual organs as a ghost more than likely not but those hands can go through solid matter and that would probably do a number on a prostate pass no smash fuck pass yeah (laughs) all that just that really makes you seem pretty Closed off to a certain exploration to say. <laughs> nah, very specifically. This Pokemon seems kind of gay, so in that, <laughs> yeah. for that reason, I pass. 
Next up, oh, Gengar. Man. Smash, moving on. Whatever Pokemon comes Every after Gengar. Every single Pokemon is a smash, and then you explain uh, why. I... There are no passes. I don't, I don't want to fuck a Bulbasaur. I don't want to fuck a Charmander. I don't want to fuck a Squirtle. Those are very specific ones. Everyone else you're good with? Those are the ones well, he has emotional attachment to. Mm. Lucas is only into uh, meaningless Pokemon sex. Mm. I would smash an Ivy. Because I hit it and quit it. Mm. No, uh, how, mm. I want to fuck Eradicate. Mewtwo? Mewtwo uh, yeah, Mewtwo is obviously a smash, Ryan. Mewtwo is putting out a sexual energy. It's a giant mutant fetus. I don't know. Yeah. I would fuck shit up. It's powerful. <laughs> That's what everyone's looking for in a sexual partner. Power? Something that will fuck shit up and yeah. be powerful. <laughs> That's all anyone's really looking for. Radicate, no. Radatat, no. No, no, don't do this right now. We need the video essay okay. series. Okay. Putting this in the back pocket. Saving this for content. later. Speaking of content, there's plenty of it in News of the Week. Roblox is removing the iconic oof sound effect. The platform is doomed. Rip to Roblox. Minecraft used to have an iconic sound effect too for taking damage that they removed. And I remember the fucking controversy it went real hard because it was just like this swedish like gruff man going like, <laughs> like, it was a very notable sound <laughs> and yeah they removed that because they were like all right we're not gonna we're not just gonna have jim from accounting be the damage sound effect for our billion dollar property anymore <laughs> guys the ipo is going live soon we all have a several thousands of dollars tied up in this company. It's time to shore some of this shit up. Yeah. I didn't think the oof sound was real. I always thought it was a meme. No, it, until, like... That, that's where it yeah, came I from. It in gameplay. No, yeah, I know, obviously, it then became an also meme. Mm -hmm. But, like, I thought that, like, they were editing that into Roblox clips as oh. a joke. Like, that, that yeah. And then... Because it, it does sound pretty dumb. Like I... So I think the background of this is that there was previously an agreement um, because the sound had been developed and was a part of a sound pack created by somewhat sketchy video game guy, Tommy Tallarico. And it was initially used in the game illegally without his permission. Uh, since following that, some kind of monetary compensation was reached. And now one or both parties are reneging and they're pulling the sound. So mm. weird, weird drama happening in a relatively short time frame at least i i know roblox is like a decade old but nobody nobody has cared about roblox outside of the past three years i think yeah. Yeah. an epic saga about uncovering hidden content in 2017's near automata reveals that it was just an elaborate troll damn yeah I I cannot tell you how many times on my Twitter timeline I saw the phrase, you can't mod in this kind of content in Nier Automata for it to only been revealed that, yeah, modders just added that content to the video game. So, like, I'm confused as to what that means. Oh. So the developers never actually included any of that content? No. 
they so like how did the mod become so widespread that everyone was using it it not everyone was using it it was the people that used the mod said that oh look i found this secret content and and no one called them on it no one was like oh look i tried it in my game and it didn't work it was so it was a little more i don't want to say nefarious but a little more dressed up than that where they were saying I, a thr- through a throwaway Reddit account, I think it was called Sad Futa Go, that, hey guys, discovered this weird door. What's going on there? And then people just lost their minds as they kept the bit going. Ah. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. It's fun. Fair. Mysteries are fun. You're automata. GTA 6 will be more culturally sensitive and let players control a woman? Wow. In response to this, we have a diverse panel of three men in bow ties. GTA went woke. Uh, Now I'm going to feel weird killing hookers. (laughs) So you guys... You guys might be the biggest GTA heads I know, and I know both of you are kind of lukewarm on any version of the game, any version of the series at this point. What do you do with a GTA 6? What what do people want out of the next Grand Theft Auto? I don't know. If they can make five of them, or more more than five of them, and then make the fifth one last ten years, mm-hmm. I think they can probably figure out something to do with 6 to make it enjoyable. It's probably not going to be, like, super groundbreaking in terms of concept. It's going to be... An open world taking place in a city in the surrounding area, and you're going to have a bunch of vehicles and weapons and shit, and there's going to be a bunch of little mini-games and a story where you take control of multiple characters. Like, that's what you're going to get out of it. It doesn't mean it's going to be boring. I mean, is that just what GTA 6 is, then? Like, it's an open world with maybe 20 minutes of... Sing- uh, not 20 minutes, 20 hours <laughs> of... Uh... The single-player single content, narrative story, and then, hey, this is actually just a building block for all of the online stuff for our really diehard community to create a bunch of weird shit that we will continue to profit from for another decade again. And we're only doing this because the seams are starting to show on the last time we accidentally did this. Is that what GTA 6 is? I mean... Here's the thing is that GTA RP yeah. is completely, yeah, like you said, community driven and mod based. If they hire some of those mods and give them the type of budget that GTA gets, like that would again be another transformative multiplayer experience to just genu- genuinely like you live in a living, breathing city where a huge chunk of the people in there are real people Mm -hmm. and you can just literally role play as a member of this city and make it happen. Like we we just don't know. It's still probably in early phases. Like it's probably not going to come out anytime soon. So Mm -hmm. yeah, like I'm just saying there's routes that they can go that will still be an insane transformative experience. Uh, And if five is any indicator, then, could be because the gtarp stuff is like held together with duct tape (laughs) people that you know survive entirely off of patreon yeah like now imagine like the the budget for gta 6 is 
at least going to be in the nine yeah. figures. GTA Five. There's a chance it's literally a billion dollar budget. Yeah. Like, GTA Six or GTA Five is the most profitable game in history. It might be one of the most profitable piece profitable pieces of media in history. Like, mm. it's it's GTA Five's budget was was 265 million dollars and that was in 2013 money Mm -hmm. so like i mean what what's the bar 500 million dollars budget for gta 6 yeah like the amount of stuff that you can do with that that's that's the minimum in my opinion right because like they're they're trying to top themselves yeah no if they genuinely plug into the community that has formed which was kind of gifted to them Mm -hmm. and like incorporate that with their like know-how and gameplay development experience like yeah this shit could be utterly insane Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think lucas what you're what you're overlooking i know it was never really your thing but like gta 5 even as just like a single player experience is a very good game it is it's a it's a really good game and then the fact that it also had this online experience that's lasted a whole fucking decade with content added all the time like that's Mm -hmm that's ridiculous it's one of the most impactful games of all time and they have made a lot of money off of it I, and they're gonna take that money and they're gonna put it into this game i think that uh, i'm really glad to raise that point because i actually think that uh bolsters what i had said previously gta 5 is kind of the perfect gta game from both uh narrative design and corporate perspective what what do you do next? Jesus is weeping because there are no more worlds to conquer. Yeah, like what I said. Yeah. Now yeah. imagine a living, breathing world with 120-player servers where everyone's role-playing as a cop and a lawyer and a pedestrian. Mm-hmm. And like, and just, you can, you can create multiple characters and just live multiple people within this city in multiplayer mode. So uh, you're describing an MMO. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What? What if GTA Six okay. is? I think that has some what, MMO what if GTA elements. GTA Six is an MMO. Yeah. Set in our world, with like where you can literally just like exist as a person in our world doing crazy, zany, unbelievably off the wall shit. Yeah. I think that would sell like crazy. Are we? Are we the first person to have this take? We might be the first no. people to have this take. GTA is kind of just now and should continue to lean into being an MMO. Huh. Okay, I like Maybe. it. Hot takes. Look, and, and GTA 6 might also just be exactly the same game, but with a different map and a new story and, like, some additional elements. It'll probably be good. It'll suck that it won't be, I don't know, transcendent, but mm. that's a, totally a possibility, and it'll still sell like hotcakes. Probably. This is a weird one. This is a weird one, even by our standards. Square Enix launched a manga reading app, Manga Plus, and fans of the medium are upset because the app is filled with microtransactions. I don't. I don't even know how you do that on a manga reading app. It's not. You've conducive. read the first three pages. Now you have to spend. 16 anime coins in order to unlock yeah. the rest of the chapter or you can just buy premium for five dollars a month i don't know i no, i think you're describing exactly how it works and that is ridiculous um but then the real kicker is that 
Square Enix also used seemingly AI-generated censorship, uh, kind of like what Tumblr tried to do when they decided no porn on the platform, to block out anything that might get them delisted on various countries' versions of the App Store. And it's awful. <laughs> it's really, it's comically bad. It makes some genuinely innocuous images look like hardcore inappropriate shit. And it's hilarious. It reminds me of Mormon porn. I don't know if you guys have seen that. <gasps> what? Stuff. Yeah, like there's Mormon porn where uh, what they do is they find a woman in a, like a bikini or something that shows like a lot of skin and they put bubble like they, they go into Photoshop and take circles and put them around the bear's skin. Oh. Like they only put the circles on bear's skin. And then like when you, you know, reverse it so that only the clothes are like blocked and then everything else is just bubbles of bear's skin. It kind of looks like they're naked. Mm hmm. So, yeah, like, they, it kind of reminds me of that. Like, it makes it look dirtier than yes. it is because of these random-ass sensor bars. No, 100%. That uh, are hiding things. Odd. Yeah. Are you, are you Googling it, Andrew? No, I can. Um, oh, boy, be I, careful. I wouldn't just straight-up Google Mormon porn. I, I Googled Mormon porn, and, well, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's, like, it, This is just hardcore porn where the setting is yeah, they're Mormons. If you do Mormon porn, oh wait, no, no, I, f I found, yeah. I found what you're talking about. Uh -huh. Oh, that's weird. Isn't it weird how yeah. it tricks the brain? It's, into it's like a it's lattice pattern. I thought you just meant there were like two big orange bubbles or something. No, it's no, it's not censoring the dirty parts. It's censoring everything that's not dirty, which tricks your brain into thinking, mm -hmm. whoa, like that it's yeah, that they're naked. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird effect on the brain. I don't know how they fucking came up with that shit. It's kind of. <laughs> scary that they're that repressed <laughs> the that mormons ingenious thing. it's kind of like the you whole know. if you uh you know hand you know if you tell a, a weed smoker that they have to smoke weed like they you give them weed but nothing to smoke it in they'll become an engineer it's like <laughs> give give a, a horny mormon no porn but still he has to find something to check off to <laughs> this is what happens all right it's a little bit of a Schrodinger's box, too, right? And that's a part of it for the people who engage with yeah, that kind of pornography. It's literally Schrodinger's box. Oh. hey -oh. <laughs> Is it naked or is it not? Here is a black sensor bar. Maybe there's a butt underneath it. Maybe there's not. You'll never know. You have to assume that there's both. And if there's both, it means that there is a butt. And at one point, the butt gets murdered and is no longer alive. But Bud is both dead and alive at the same time. Damn. Oh, no. Andrew got puzzled and then <laughs> bailed. The, the jeans one is kind of funny because that definitely makes it look... Oh, yeah. That's... Brutal. Huh. Mm. I... Also, a lot of very white gangbang porn came up when I googled Mormon porn. So, watch out for that. Listeners at home. What is what is white gangbang porn in opposed to just straight up gangbang porn? I mean, if it was race blind casting, I, I assume it's also interracial. Mm. Huh. I guess. No, people people of the same race do tend to fucking gangbang, glom up together. Yeah, like. no <laughs> tribalism. 
Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I guess colorblind casting. I guess, are you assuming that all gangbangs are casted carefully by directors? They There's need, no organic gangbangs? They bangs? just need a couple of dudes with working dongs. <laughs> I... <laughs> I mean, okay, in pornography, I, Joa, I assume you are looking at people's schedules. I imagine there's some coordination <laughs> there. But at some point, it's just, hey, kind of an open call. We need people who genuinely fit these descriptions to just pile in here. So, <laughs> okay, so question. Let me cut you off for a second. Um, okay. Do the guys in gangbang porn, the, the, the group of guys, however many there are, uh, do you think they make the same as a dude that is doing like a scene on his own, like with a like a woman or another man, or is it like a fraction yeah. of it? Because it's like we have the the man budget and we're gonna divide it by five. I'm gonna answer your question with a question: How many guys are in this scene? Is it is it six and it's like still a pretty tight knit group, or is it like? 30 because if it's 30 i'm going with lucas's this is a cattle call yeah they're like we'll pay for your food uh your payment is you get to gang bang i guess i don't know yeah wait if it's like six and it's a carefully constructed thing then yeah sure they probably still get Mm -hmm. an okay amount of money but yeah, I don't know. I think there's a limit where it's suddenly like these are like extras in a hollywood thing i was gonna say is this how people starting out pad out their resume yeah <laughs> this is how they get their sag car right like <laughs> sag yeah they're literally sag <laughs> jesus I am christ genuinely curious about this now holy shit okay well lucas you or know that that porn star goes to your gym maybe you can ask Ooh, there you go i mean it's a gym nearby i don't have a membership uh, it's it's like 300 bucks a month i work holy god but it's a nice gym well okay. it's an it's a very los angeles gym. how'd you get in there then no, I didn't get in. I just saw that I saw on TikTok her. that she was there, and like, wait, I recognize that logo from oh. when I looked up gyms uh, in my neighborhood. Yeah, hmm. yeah. triangulated. I unintentionally, oh, unintentionally, not yeah. being a fucking creep. No, bro, I swear, it wasn't done. weird. I wasn't doing it in a weird way. The NoHo Recreation Center doing laps, and then he saw someone he recognized from the internet, and oh, alter my run course and. <laughs> Kept running and then realized, oh, I know that place. <laughs> I, I did. I, I think I might have mentioned off mic, but I did see that performer. I, I passed him on the street on my uh, usual run. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I think these stories have been separated, but they are the same story. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Last but not least, we got some weird sports stuff. The Los Angeles Rams are being sued because they are charging an obscene amount of money for the chance to purchase season tickets called a personal seat license, but people are not allowed to transfer or sell their PSL, refund it in less than 50 years, or stop making payments on the PSL plan if they do request a refund. So, you know, like, lots of football teams have season ticket lists where you're mm-hmm. you're waiting to get the option to purchase your season tickets um are you saying that these people are like paying like a yearly fee to just be on the list correct and they can't cancel it they can cancel it 
Okay. But they will not receive the refund, which is, uh, I think it's several hundred thousand dollars for a spot on that list. Uh, oh my God. They can cancel it, but they will not get the funds back after 50 years. And because most people have payment plans set up to cover the cost of this PSL, they can't stop making those payments um, after they've requested the refund. If they do that, it will be null and void, and they can't get any of their money back. I mean, reading about it, though, doesn't this seem like it's not for regular people? The, these are for, like, ESL. millionaires so for that are... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Nah, fuck it. I mean, okay, fair. <laughs> I don't care. When you said this hundreds of thousands of dollars, I'm like, this is not to sit yeah. in the bleachers. <laughs> this is... This is a billionaire warring with, like, mega millionaires. I, they're, they're attempting to get, like, an executive box suite. Yeah. Which is why I'm hopeful that this lawsuit goes through, and then the uh, billionaire money has to be disseminated to millionaires, and then... Yeah. I, <laughs> Make more billionaires. I... Uh... Is that is that the redistribution of wealth that we're gonna get in the United States? Yeah, it's the we're one like the one percent distribu- yeah. distributes their uh, to the top five percent. Like. No, the point zero zero one percent distributes to the top point one percent. Oh my god, I forgot I forgot to mention this at the top of the podcast. I was a little out of it, but the thing that inspired the Mario Republican question is Andrew, Ryan, I, and other LA people were playing a game of Mario Party the other day. Uh, someone got a Bowser square, how to do the role, and then a thing called the <laughs> Bowser Revolution came out, uh-huh. where Bowser took everyone's coins and distributed them <laughs> equally <laughs> among all the players. So everyone had the same amount of coins. Yeah, yeah but we were pretty much at equity yeah, when we Bowser decided to do that. <laughs> So I think I think the most person had like sixty two coins and the lowest had like fifty one and it was kind of like oh that literally so now we all have fifty four yeah or yeah. whatever ba- so Bowser, are you a scumbag socialist yeah so you care more about the letter of these tenants right. than their practical implication uh, go ahead Andrew yeah the the enemy of the people are the doctors and the guy that owns the local <laughs> diner and and uh, my buddy Jim that makes. Ten thousand dollars a year more than me, not not, not Warren <laughs> no. Buffett. You imagine that's someone's like descent into socialism as they find out that their neighbor makes a little makes, bit more. Yeah, than them. got a slightly bigger bonus than them, and he's just like, "I we need to redistribute the wealth, man. The, the wealth gap is out of control, motherfucker. I'm coming for you, man." Jim's tooling around on a riding lawnmower, and I still have a push. We gotta change this entire system. Yeah, I mean, it reminds me of um, in college, like some people would have, like, with the way that the bedrooms would work out. One, some people would have their own bedroom, and some people would share a bedroom. Yeah. And if you did the model of like, oh, well, we'll increase the person who has their own bedroom, then we'll increase how much they pay in rent. Mm-hmm. It's so insignificant to the people that are splitting the bedroom, unless you just like have them pay by the room. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. It's just like, oh, you'll pay five hundred and fifty dollars, and the rest of us will pay four hundred. But like, if you split it evenly, everyone would just pay like four fifteen or something. Like the effect of making one person <laughs> that's what pay so much little, it just doesn't do enough like to do anything meaningful. That's what yeah. we did our senior year of college, and like I, you know, 
looking back on it, I felt like, oh, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But I think I ended up paying like, like five seventy five to have my own room, and so did the. There, there was four bedrooms and six of us, so two of us had our own room. I think we paid like five seventy five, and then the two rooms that had two guys in it, each one of them paid like four fifty. <laughs> Right. So like $125 difference to have your own room. Like that's, yeah. Right. But even if you would have paid 600, that would have only brought down their price by like five bucks, you know, like like the amount of money increasing to you doesn't really help the rest of the people Mm -hmm. very much, you know? Yeah. So unless there's like pretty stark inequity, like it's, uh, yeah, it's kind of doesn't too much (laughs) in a a dumb way like even if bowser's revolution would have happened when one of us had 90 coins and the rest of us would have had 50 Uh it would have brought everyone to like 58 like it wouldn't it would have fucked over the one person so much more than helping anyone else but like yeah i like that world where the middle (laughs) class revolts because the upper middle class (laughs) Uh, we can make it happen we can do it we can sow the seeds of dissent um any memes this week i don't i don't think i saw any good ones any new ones even no i don't think i did either a lot of people were talking about nathan fielder oh that's fair yeah he had his new show that came out yeah right I saw any of that though i mean they weren't really memes it was just like nathan fielder's a bad guy because he manipulates people for comedy it's like it's it's a take what like that was that was the whole thing that was it it's like he manipulates people like oh did he i don't know like take advantage of like the little guy did he express shitty views did he like do any of did he like i don't know exploit people like no he just tricked people into doing funny things i'm like that's comedy yeah i did see the driving meme i don't know if you ever saw that it's like no i don't know it's like a guy at a wheel and he's got super muscular arms and he's like oh driving. yeah i don't know what the fuck any of that's about I felt old when I saw that. I have one. not seen it. What was There's the a lot context? Of variations. It's the Chad driver. Oh, okay. Know, like, and then it'll well, usually just be like, I don't know, things like they'll they'll have like, for example, a Dodge, a lifted Dodge Ram with his headlights shining in your rearview mirror, which makes the whole image looks look fucked up, and or yeah, just like mm-hmm. there's a Tesla, so he's got like fucking Apple watches and a MacBook, and is drinking Starbucks. And has AirPods in, and, you know, like variations of oh, the, the like this driver. Oh, okay, I think I've seen this because Jade no, showed yeah. me a, a Jeep version, and it was, you know, there were a bunch of like weird hippie granola stickers all over the windshield, and also every single warning light in the car was on, and it was mm. shaking yeah. and yep. rattling, and yeah, yep. okay, yeah, exactly that. Like it was just a million variations on, uh, yeah, this basic like there's a guy driving. And it's actually from a real video, apparently. Oh. Of just this dude's. Ooh, he must be fucking super roids. Like, oh. I'll send the, the original image of this guy gripping the steering wheel. 
for all he's worth. And oh he's god! Just completely dehydrated, <laughs> and uh, that looks literally photoshopped. I don't know. I don't know. I oh, that's very vascular. <laughs> I don't. Uh, according to Know Your Mean, this has been going around since like 2016. So yeah. don't feel old. Don't feel like you missed anything out. This has been background meme for a while. Right, but then it's like, yeah, it's like the video version went viral on TikTok, which I saw. Oh. So, yeah, with all sorts of stereotypes and everything else. Or, yeah, they'll be, like, hitting people or, you know, just whatever they do to put their own twist on it. I mean, if we're doing TikTok memes, I guess clowns are back and they're hotter than ever. I don't know. <laughs> this sounds like a you thing. I think you stumbled. Yeah, I mean, like TikTok. You made a comment the other day about TikTok memes. Oh yeah, it was about the uh, the dead spider, like mechanical gripper thing. Oh yeah. That I I yeah. re- like really fucking hated. That horrified me. And you're uh-huh. like, oh man, TikTok has fucked my brain. So whenever I hear gripper, I think of foot porn. <laughs> like you are in oh, yeah, a completely TikTok, different man. universe than I am. <laughs> A better universe. A braver universe. Jesus. I don't know. Apparently, I, I guess there's a character who's a clown in an Ace Attorney game that is resurfacing for some reason. And now there are a lot of attractive people dressing as a sluttier version of that clown. Yeah. Mm. Aren't our hands quite literally grippers? Yes. Okay. Just making sure. I don't know why why feet would ever get involved there, but mm. you know, fair enough. Okay. I think we're going into the breakouts then. Uh short and sweet. I beat Dungeon Encounters, a video game like I had said previously, is wired to my brain chemistry specifically. Uh a lot of good uh environmental storytelling there. Uh some fun dots that you can connect uh yeah no i don't have a ton to say about it i enjoyed it i enjoyed my time with it every every time i touched a new square and a little boop sound happened i got a micro dose of serotonin and that's great (laughs) i got the same enjoyment out of this as the uh video slot machine at the local arcade yeah, but this only cost me 30 bucks, and that slot machine can take infinite amount of money from me. Does Dungeons and Enc- Dungeon Encounters have microtransactions? No. Ah. I don't know how they would even implement them. You'd be surprised. Yeah. If there's a will, Some there's a the way. Stu- the studio can sell to EA, and you'll find out. I... And now their shirt is red. That'll be 99 cent, please. Ah. You've touched all the tiles that you can today. Unless you pay 13 star gems. Oh, Ryan, no. Don't don't describe what might be my kryptonite. Don't. Oh, no. Because I would. I maybe would if I was in the right mood. Oh, no. Especially if they decentrify the star gems enough to, like, Uh where they no longer represent real money to you. Lucas, what? It's like, no, you pay 99 cents, which gives you two mystery boxes, which will award you anywhere between 
five and 25 star gems and then <laughs> it's just now it's no longer real money so you're just like I've got 500 star gems. <laughs> well, and I mean, I that button. got 15 star gems for free when I first signed into the game. I just need five more. I'm definitely going to get that on a roll, right? <laughs> At least. Yeah. So, so Lucas, you so you'd be down for that, right? A weaker <laughs> version of myself, a sadder version of myself. Yes, probably. Okay. Now, what if it was on the blockchain? <laughs> <laughs> Then it's a scam, and it's the same as <laughs> sexual assault and harassment <laughs> scandals. I don't... <laughs> what are y'all checking out? Uh, my boys, I'm still still deep in the FIFA grind. Ooh. Just mm. that FIFA grind set, man. I rise, I sell my cards that I, that I acquired over uh, an uh, hours-long gaming session. <laughs> Then I plug back in, grind some more, win some more games, like stack up my already overpowered team with even more overpowered players. It's a, it's a fucking, it's, it's, it's also wired entirely to my brain. <laughs> I get to watch this number go up, which is my overall of the players that I'm playing with. I don't think I could name more than 10 ish soccer players when I started and now at this point, I am fully aware of very obscure players from the, the Chinese League. <laughs> so, uh, Is there any yeah. um, sense of... Uh, I, I, maybe finality isn't the best word, but... Uh, yeah, you had mentioned in the previous pod that you are all in for the next FIFA release. And that's coming up right like that's typically a fall uh late summer it's, early fall release it's been announced like, yeah september 23rd or something like that okay so a couple months left in this life cycle all right but that's not slowing things, you down whatsoever the idea that you're about to jump off this train and get on the other one things get super fucky towards the end and it gets easier to get good shit so like they they, they increase the dose of your uh your serotonin it's your okay it's 2 a.m in vegas the uh the oxygen pumps just kicked in <laughs> yeah no exactly they they know that you can leave at any moment and that's when they hit you with the like i i opened a um it was a 75 plus times five so you get five players that are 75 overall or higher and i got i was i think andrew you were like there right after i opened it i got uh mohammed salah <laughs> who is 1A or 1B best player in the world. Like, I just... A 97 overall, like, stacked version of him. It sells for, like, 500,000 coins, uh, even with, like, him appearing in these packs now because he's in the packs. He's still really valuable because he's one of everyone's favorite players. Just randomly with a bunch of like random scrubs that I could never use in a real game. Could you sell your PlayStation account to someone who wants to have on that <laughs> FIFA shit. Probably not enough right now to be at all worth it. Like it, my current account in like the meta of the game, I'm not meta. Mm-hmm. Like if I were to go into like the elite division of the competitive ladder, I would get fucking stomped by all meta teams who every single position is stacked. Like right now, I think I want to say I have three, no, four true meta players out of my starting 11. 
So like my goalie, uh, my star center back, my midfielder, who's kind of like a box to box midfielder and my right wing are all true meta for their positions. There's, so there's seven positions that I would actually need to upgrade to be able to be competitive at the highest levels of this game, <laughs> regardless of how stacked my team is for like regular people mode. But also like the end of the season happened. So a lot of people got relegated to lower divisions kind of. And I'm realizing that like, yeah, I was stacked for my old division, but like when people got bumped down a couple divisions, like now nah, I'm pretty par for the course in terms of my team construction and yeah like it's the end of the game and everyone's getting wild fucking players in random packs so hmm. yeah now i still got some people i'm looking for that all I right i want to get cordoba who's a colombian fullback who plays in syria i would love to get uh ronaldo or messi because those are the players i grew up yeah as like the best players in the world and they have juiced versions of them still in this game next year i mean that the, the uh, ronaldo and messi are still like good players they're not like the best in the world anymore they're still like good enough to like kind of legitify having these superstar versions in theory next year could be the year that they're no longer good enough to actually legitimize having these superstar versions of themselves oh and yeah they could start like no longer having them so you know i would love a version of them as well if possible fair uh, kind of in line with that, uh, I finished the final episode of the Paramount Plus TV series Players, and no, I, I mean, I've been singing its praises for the past couple of weeks, a fantastic show. In its final episodes, it really started to touch on the idea of players, these professional, uh, it's an eSports, so quote-unquote athletes, uh, trying to be the best in their sport. And what the fuck does that even mean in a team sport? A very positionally based team sport. Like, Yeah, I guess especially for the game that they're playing. League of Legends, yeah. Like, yeah, like there, it is going to end up being kind of apples and oranges. You can't really compare. Mm-hmm. Like... In, in some of the other big esports like Rocket League and like anything that's kind of like more of a shooter, right? There's not as like hard to find roles necessarily, where no, you you can be the best at your thing in the world and still not be the best mm-hmm. overall, like most valuable player, you know? Like in, and same with like yeah, football or basketball. Yeah, you could be the the baseball. best offensive guard in yeah. football, yeah. and you are not going to be even remotely close to the value of like a top 15 quarterback right you could be the best punter who's ever lived you could be god incarnate as a punter and you won't be as valuable as your team's wide receiver too Mm -hmm. like or every punt could pin them within the 20 like every time you kick the ball doesn't matter where you are on the field they're within the 20 yard line you still won't be as valuable as your team's starting left tackle. <laughs> like, I, it just doesn't matter, man. And then even more frustrating on a franchise and individual level, hey, cool, you are the best. You are definitively the best at your position in this sport. Your team might never win a championship because, well, they have to pay you an obscene amount of money because you objectively are the best. And they have... 
so much less now to stack every other position. And that's just going to be a downfall. That that you are too good to be on the best team. There's no salary cap though in esports, right? I like, think something similar. I, I I think there's something really? to that. I think they alluded to something like that. Yeah. Because like all the billionaires just kind of like invested and like, yeah, like what's the top paid esports athlete? Like a couple mil a year. Like <laughs> they they sneeze at that. They they wouldn't give a shit if it meant being the like premier esports team i think a billionaire who's willing to invest that amount of money would be like yeah i don't give a shit pay him 500k more doesn't matter to me highest but maybe there's a salary cap i don't know um god this is tricky because a lot of players also get prize money um right yeah no, yeah. no prize money uh, but they do not. I'm not finding a lot of resources that are great about separating that information. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I imagine a lot, a big chunk of it is prize money, and that's how they get away with it, right? Mm. That's how they get away with not paying them all that much. It's like if you're so good, win some fucking money, scrub. Um. Imagine if like the Super Bowl had a grand prize of like 250 million dollars split amongst the players, like. <laughs> they might try a little harder. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, tanking probably wouldn't exist quite as much. Um, looks like at the Global Esports Summit and Tencent Esports Annual Conference, it was revealed that the LPL will be imposing a soft salary cap with a baseline of 100 mil Chinese yuan, approximately 1.5 million per team. This is for League of Legends. Yes, that's pretty low. Right. That's 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 anti-competitive. <laughs> this, is, this is bad for the athletes. The athletes need to unionize and uh, know their worth, man. They should have access to the League of Legends source code. It's only fair. Why not? Yeah. No, I don't know. I'm just saying, putting putting any sort of artificial cap on the salary uh, in a thing like esports, where in theory there's no limit to the amount of teams, you know, like you could start your own esports team with a couple million dollars in a dream like you, mm-hmm. you could you could literally jackie moon it and be <laughs> like i'm on this esports team y'all motherfuckers are gonna have to carry me in every tournament but i'm the one who signs your fucking checks so i, I you're in or you're out baby i will say it was one of the most endearing moments of the show when uh this young hotshot rookie player was just signed and like three months later He's doing cameos, and he just said to one of his coworkers that, "Yeah, he's on. I'm on cameo. I just made five hundred dollars because it hadn't set in. It hadn't set in yet to him that, dude, you have a, you have a several hundred thousand dollar contract. You don't, you don't need to be doing this. You're fine financially. Nah. Yeah. Good show. Good story writing. Uh, we're gonna jump into the other call and then talk about whatever Andrew has going on." What do you have going on, Andrew? Surprise, it's nothing. Oh, what have you been up to all week? Um, so Jade and I have now watched the third episode of Severance. There, there has <gasps> not been a lot of overlap in our schedule where we've been able to watch TV. So we, we're, we're still only three episodes into Severance, so do not spoil that shit for me. What um, happened in the third episode of Severance? 
Uh, episode three. We talked about last time, wasn't it? No, two. Uh, we, I was only on two. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. We, were, we had both only seen two. Um, one more episode. Yeah, so we watched one episode this week, and that was it. Um, episode three was they go to the perpetuity wing. Uh, That's what I was looking yeah. for. Yeah. That had all the wax, the wax figures the and like the model yeah. house and i was looking for that in our last discussion i was trying to remember i was like it, it was like a look back and then i thought that you guys had seen it and i hadn't but i um, held my tongue and heli like broke the door window and like tried to see her message through her audi's eyes and mm-hmm. um cut her arm and pd seemingly died after freaking out um yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, the the mm. territory tension between the departments was kind of evident, <laughs> of like I, data refinement versus optics and design. I had a moment uh, the other week on one of my runs where uh, there's a building near me that really cuts into the sidewalk, so it's a pretty severe corner where until you are you have crested the corner you have no idea if somebody is walking perpendicular to you so like as i'm moving more quickly i pass the building and then there's just a dude to the right of me all of a sudden and that was in my life in actual life a little unsettling this rocked these characters worlds um christopher walken just being there and that was fantastic mm-hmm. Uh, I think if you rounded the corner and Christopher Walken was there, it would rock anyone's world. <laughs> I think he's... They just break break cannon and just like... Christopher Walken? Christopher Walken. <laughs> yeah. I don't have memories yeah, who do of I, my children, how do I know who but that is? I know Christopher Walken. It's like an innate <laughs> sense memory. <laughs> you know what math is, you know how to breathe, you know how to speak English, and you know who Christopher Walken is. You know what Delaware is, apparently. Yeah. So that's, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, Delaware, I don't know. <laughs> that's a perfect score. <laughs> I. God, they. The Egan, the, 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 the perpetuity room, that Egan's house, all, all that wax museum stuff. That was a really good, <laughs> thinly veiled white supremacy, like. If somebody in the Egan compendium has definitely practiced phrenology at one point, that that was the vibe that was gotten across so spectacularly in those scenes. I just got the vibe of like, I mean, we've all worked for corporations at this point. Mm-hmm. When they, like, for example, when you get your welcome materials mm-hmm. and it's like a smiling picture of the like CEO. These are the people that we've impacted. And yeah. here's our CEO. You will worship him. You're right. going to see it's as a like great a paragraph, person. a paragraph written by someone from PR that's just like, "Welcome to insert company name here. Here at insert company name here, we pride ourselves and just like yeah, the the hero worship of the CEOs of a lot of these corporations, the yeah. the Irv dick sucking of <laughs> just this is what we do at Lumen. Look at all these people we've you know." improve the lives of like this is what's important what a great man our current ceo <laughs> and the other ceos like wow it's like so like we we all know people like that that see the places they that they work as church it's, wait so we're we like a dental company yeah 
<laughs> oh, they uh, they switched out the mouth wall. It's not the mouth wall. Oh, they got rid of the girl I liked. <laughs> yeah, it's it's good shit. Yeah. Um, nope is also good shit. Have either of you seen this movie yet? No, but I can't fucking wait. I'm hoping to see it this week. Uh, Spoil it for me. Is Choices by E40 featured at all in the soundtrack? Uh, As if not, Big Miss by Jordan Peele. <laughs> no, Choices is not wow. featured. Uh, I, a lot of music in the movie, actually. Not Choices. I have false sense memory of the trailer for Nope. Where it's just like, nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, absolutely just... not. That never happened. I know, but I have that sense memory in my head of, yeah, like fucking uh, Daniel Kaluuya, uh, like riding on a horse and shit. And it's just like, nope. And then it cuts and it's some alien spaceship. And it's like, yep. And like, I don't fucking know. But it's, yeah, I know it's not a real memory. But then I was like, maybe it's in the real movie. Star Wars? Nope. Yoda? <laughs> yep. 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 Um,. I don't, what, what, what can I even say without getting into spoilers about this movie other than it's Jordan Peele's third project that he has done everything at a top level for. It's uh, fantastic. Everyone go watch it. I, I can't wait. Did you watch Us? Uh, did I watch Us? Did you ever I don't think even I saw see that Get Out? I saw I Get Out. The, okay. Yeah. I thought I was the only one that watched Us in this podcast. I, seem to remember. Okay. I haven't seen it. What did you think yeah. of Us? Man. Yeah, oh, that, that's ever, that's everyone's take. It was it was super uninspired in comparison to Get Out. So I, yeah, yeah, I hope Nope is a return to form because for me it felt like Us was just like the studio execs going to Jordan Peele and being like, Jesus fucking Christ, give us another movie. And he was like, uh, uh clowns, uh, hands across the world. <laughs> I, I, what? I don't know, man. <laughs> I just this is my second idea. I don't. I, <laughs> fuck me. I have no idea what I'm gonna do. Uh, it, it, it is definitely a return to form. I, I very much appreciated it. Um, I think it's literally 10 times more expensive than Get Out. Uh, yeah, so Jordan Peele is getting actual actual movie money now, and spectacular. I'm kind of bummed out with how much the trailers gave away, because I was fucking, as we were talking about at AMC, forced with my eyelids pried open to watch the trailer for this movie like 15 times. <laughs> So, I don't know. I've, I've, my entire life for like the last three years has been practically trailer free mm-hmm. of my own intent and design. And when there's a movie that I desperately want to see, I've avoided trailers. But I don't know. After Us, I was kind of like, ah, maybe I'll see it. Maybe I won't. I'm not going to fucking close my eyes and plug my ears like a crazy person right. <laughs> for, for this. Uh, and then, yeah, now I'm regretting it. So we'll see what it's like to go in with expectations for the first time in a while. I, yo, weirdly enough, I had realized this. I don't know if I, I didn't remember seeing a trailer for Nope as the movie started up. So I accidentally uh, did what you usually do, Ryan. I went in blind to this movie. Didn't you see everything everywhere all at once? I did, yeah. I don't know if there was a Nope trailer uh, at the beginning of the I, like guaranteed I that's like such a one-to-one the audience movie. is exactly the same yeah <laughs> i do not recall seeing a trailer for nope well, i've seen all the fantastic I mean, you, billboards you saw the whole movie so yeah. yeah you would have recognized some of the imagery you would have recognized 
Stephen Yen looking at the sky in a cowboy hat like what the fuck and the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube men mm. in the desert just chilling like yeah and then all of a sudden in the early the teasers because once again I've been watching this trailer yeah. for like a year probably in the teasers I was like eh, interesting and then it yeah then they started like showing the alien ship and all this other stuff and I'm like eh, kind of gave away a lot of the mystery there I'm sure the first act was kind of just given away oh well fuck me so. um speaking of aliens the only other thing i've been checking out is i've been reading uh project hail mary which is written by andy weir the guy that wrote the martian the martian yeah um it's good i really enjoy the concept and like all the sciencey shit that's happening and he's taken like a really interesting approach to like aliens and extraterrestrial life and you can tell he's thought a lot about this stuff um mm-hmm. the the character ryland grace the main character through everything is like that's the only perspective you have and there are yeah. like not really any other characters in the book is so fucking annoying he's just like oh wow i've discovered alien life gee willikers <laughs> just uh it's I'm just so fucking a- annoying I'm seeing in a plot synopsis. Yeah, I'm seeing in a plot synopsis that he has amnesia. Yeah, yeah. He he wakes up on a spaceship with amnesia and has to figure out why he's there and what he's doing. Which is like the whole point of him having amnesia is like really dumb because within like 20 pages he's figured it out. Um, and like it's only a device to like have every two or three chapters a flashback chapter where he, uh, like he's like remembering something that happened before another reason why it's yeah. kind of annoying but and for the readers to have like a viewpoint like a lens into this sci-fi world yeah he was probably trying to go broad because the martian yeah was such a success that there was a chance that like general audiences would pick it up so he's like oh i can't just uh, have it be like the year is 2100 we're in a spaceship and the audiences would be like what the fuck so yeah no it's 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 definitely you know it i it would have been less interesting as a story i guess to start out with 80 pages of oh god this thing is happening we need to figure out how to solve it and at the end of it ryland grace is in a spaceship hurtling into the stars to try to solve the problem and then wakes up like with David Bowie. <laughs> There's a star man. man. <laughs> As is tradition, mm-hmm. you must do that for any movie where they're blasting off into space. I don't. The only good amnesia twist in media I can think of offhand is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where a character who has amnesia is... Ch- what did you think i was gonna say memento <laughs> no bias there whatsoever oh actually like JoJo's. a really cool thing that someone did that's tangentially related is jojo's bizarre adventure uh <laughs> a character has all of his memories on a magical disc he's in a hostage situation and he's like i can't think of a way out of this maybe if i take my memories back in i'll know what to do but then who will i even be ah well it's worth it and then he does it and then he's just like oh wait i'm a kind of person who doesn't give a shit if hostages die this is fine and i enjoyed that twist i thought you were gonna say uh calculon (laughs) from futurama 
was the only real good example of amnesia. But yeah. Wait, who's Calculon Futurama? He's the he's the soap opera robot. Oh. All my circuits. Oh. <laughs> Basically, whenever he shows up, it's right. because he has amnesia. Ah. And amnesia references made. Okay. I. Boy, there was a stretch of fiction writing where you couldn't have a character in a coma without them waking up with amnesia. One and the same, basically. Mm. I have like a sense memory of when I read an article. I used to, when I was a little kid, because I didn't know how to really work the internet, I'd go on the family computer and go to yahoo.com and just like look at the articles that were yeah. <laughs> on the front page and just be like, that's how I got my window into the world basically Mm -hmm. and i remember there was a yahoo.com article about a man living in iraq who uh fell into a coma like in like 2002 and then (laughs) uh woke up in like 2007 it was like uh (laughs) holy fuck like literally everything is completely different from when i was asleep (laughs) and just being like wow i I can't imagine your country just being literally just complete. Like, imagine if you woke up and the United States was, I don't know, just like occupied by a foreign territory and completely fundamentally different. It would just be like, what the fuck? Uh, it was supposed to be Hot Girl Summer. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> hey, global. White Boy Summer came and went. <laughs> hey, the Mujahideen is still cool on like a global level, right? Like, <laughs> widely respected. Wrong, That's fine. Wrong war. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Kusei is still chilling, though, right? That guy was always cool. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Kusei was the rapist, right? I don't want to. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Kusei. Kusei. <laughs> all right. I think that was just about all the gas we have in the tank for episode 192 of the Volunteer Viewing Podcast. If you like what you heard, like, comment, subscribe, etc. Check us out on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok for highlight clips. Act blue link in the description. Support us either through the Anchor Podcast platform or on Patreon, where you can join the likes of the terrific Tiffany Cole, Sucky Badger, and Central Richard Nixon. Send us your questions and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter for updates at V2 underscore podcast. And follow me at LucasDeWriter on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. The dog days of summer are soon upon us, and I hope you're able to make the most with it. Goodbye. Goodbye.